0: Jay, welcome to Veterans Onward to Prosperity. I'm so excited that you are with us today.
1: Thanks for having me, Marie. Appreciate it.
0: You know, you're wearing your shirt, I'm so glad, Sierra Delta. So how, mm-hmm. how did Sierra Delta come to be?
1: So I was injured in 2004 in Iraq, uh, serving in the Marine Corps as United States Infantryman. Um, typical like most of us in the, the GWAT era, it was a roadside bomb, three Russian-made artillery shells, blew up, killed my gunner, Ryan Cantafio, and left me uh, footless <laughs> and ended up ending my Marine Corps career. Once I got home, you know, I, I struggled uh, with not being ready to not be a United States Marine. I mean, I had my 28th birthday in Longstuhl, Germany, you know, getting care, getting great care. Um, but it was a hard pill to swallow. I mean, especially because I was only there for three months. My unit was still there for another four months. Um, you know, I, I didn't do well. I ended up going through a, a divorce and a rocky marriage already in the first place, uh, another veteran stereotype, right? And um, got into drinking too much and depression. And There was a time in 2005, 2006 to where I was desperate. Even though I have great friends, great family, you know, at the time I was working for Kraft Foods, um, so I had a good job, but it still wasn't enough. Like you were just consumed by this darkness, if you will. Well, at the time I had an old English bulldog puppy. It was one of the first purchases I made when I got on convalescent leave. And again, I'm a kid from Georgia. I'm in the Marine Corps. Another stereotype. I get it, right? It's a bulldog. Actually, I've got a picture of him. He's not here anymore. He passed in 2018, but here you go. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. see? Yeah, in the right? Yeah. But in those dark times, Donzer wasn't trained. He had no real balance other than he could get slobber in places where you thought it'd be physically impossible for slobber to get to. Uh, he could clear a room with his farts and he could eat a piping hot cheeseburger in one swallow. So completely talentless, but he was my talentless dog, right? And in that darkest moment, when I was almost about to do the most desperate thing, I realized that if I did that, there would be no one that would want to take care of Dozer, right? Oh he would end up in a shelter and probably end up killed even though I have great family, I have great friends, I have, you know, I I adhere to the Marine Corps ethos of honor, courage, and commitment. You know, it was that dog that actually helped me to pull my own head out of my ass, look in the mirror and say, hey, let's figure this out, right? This ain't the worst thing that's ever happened to you. We can overcome this. You know, basically started living with the mantra, let's get on the good foot, right? James Brown is one of my favorite singers, right? (laughs) And, um, and so I just started working on ways to, to little things to make it better. And, you know, a lot of times it was just taking Dozer for a walk or taking them to the dog park or going to the McDonald's drive through and getting them one of those piping hot cheeseburgers, right, and eating it together. Um, and that was enough. Fast forward to 2017, I've gone on and gotten my master's in social work from the University of Southern California with an emphasis on military life. I was a veteran, accredited veteran service officer and working with vets to get their benefits, trying to figure it out not only for me but for my fellow veterans. Yep. And I was working for the Simplify Fund, doing great things there, and a lot of the vets I was meeting had these service dogs, right? And medical assistance public access service dogs. And and they were great, but many of them were leaving them at home when they would come to events. And so I was saying like listen Dogs are a big part of human lives, right? It's 35,000 year old technology. Why are, is it for veterans they can get in line for two to three years for a medical assistant service dog, which 98% of us don't need, right? Or we're just kind of on our own for a pet. So what Sierra Delta wanted to do was provide more variety of dog training that still provided a service to these men and women that served our country, right? That's the, that's the whole muddy water issue right now is everybody thinks they understand service dogs, but then you have the ADA and you have these traditional service dog groups that have been working with the blind and the deaf and the severely injured. And then you have what everybody keeps trying to make up is this PTSD service dog. It doesn't exist, right? And it, and we cannot Reasonably and sustain, sustainably produce enough public access medical assistance dogs to, to fully address PTSD and, and issues with veterans. And so, what we do different at Sierra Delta is we focus on what we call the Life Buddy, which is a dog trained to your specific needs and lifestyle, but does not come with public access. However, many of these places are now dog friendly. So, you're getting a good canine citizen dog of the one that you want, most likely again, 72% of American households have a dog in it. It's reasonable to assume that of the 18 million vets out there, 70 to 75% of them probably already have a dog in their house. So we provide training grants with professional trainers that we vet. Um, Our two master trainers are career military people that worked with dogs and training in the military, got out and continued that career and headed up the past six years at the VA. Studying is there any statistical difference between emotional support animals and full-blown medical assistance service dogs in treating PTSD? They gave 75 to a group of vets uh, that are emotional support animals and 75 to of service dogs to, and both to work on PTSD. There was no statistical difference. The both both groups of veterans had the same rate of life improvement from that, and wow. so that shows that we've taken this 35,000-year-old technology and complicated it for the sake of complicating it. Let's, and then for the vets that do need that medical assistance dog, whether it's for seizure alerts or diabetes or severe, severe PTSD or guide dogs for the blind or any of that, we can help get those men and women to the right academies across the country. And then the best part about it is they all stay connected through our virtual platform where they can post about what they're doing with their dogs, their training tips. We've gamified it, right? So we are celebrate the fact that veterans you have served and you love a dog and you have a dog in your care. Now we're gonna give you the tools to kinda better yourself through working with your dog and then rewarding you for going out into your community as well and making it fun, right? Yeah. And building a, a it starts. it's an online community where they can share stuff similar to Facebook You know, again, you download the games and you get prizes. You know, we've got sponsors like Blue Buffalo, North American Motor Car, Engage Sports, Earbuds. You know, so we're working on getting more and more to where we can get special prizes like all the stuff that people want to give to the vets because they're so grateful for what we've done for this country. Now we have a way to where all veterans can participate. You don't have to be broken. You don't have to be, you don't have to say that you're less than, you don't have to say that you're a victim. All you have to do is have served your country and have the capacity to love and care for a dog. And that's then boom, you're cool. in. <laughs> that's, so that's how it got started.
0: I love that. Oh my gosh. That gives us all a victory. That, gives, right. that takes us all out of victimization and puts us into the, the victory, the victory right. of having made it through, still making it through. Oh
1: my God, this is so cool. And so what we're saying is we're reestablishing the fire team, because what do we all miss being veterans? We miss that camaraderie, we miss that team, right? Yes. And humans communicate in a way that makes it difficult to reestablish that type of camaraderie outside of the military. Well, dogs, man, dogs, it's easy. And so what we're doing is teaching the veterans how to understand what their dog's saying and how to communicate better with their dog. And in there, we reestablish that fire team. And then we can go on and help them work to be better in their squad which is their immediate family their platoons which is their immediate community and workplaces and so forth and so on so
0: wow that's that's a, a win-win if i've ever heard one
1: that's right and if they don't have a dog they can we'll help them get into the right rescues to rescue a dog because we won't buy dogs there's other organizations that we partner with that do provide grants but again you have to meet their specific criteria. Uh Um, We don't get, and when we send you to an academy, usually they are provided a dog, most of the time pre-trained where they train you on it. So again, we're we're trying to be that one-stop shop for all veterans that know or think they want a dog in their life. And then we're gonna provide the training and support around that for the life of the veteran. So even if we have some dogs that pass, there's a rainbow bridge, we memorialize it. And when the veteran and their family are ready to get take on another dog, they can bring another life buddy to the program. But until then, they can still be a part of the community. And that's what's great. We have ID me so we can verify your service within 30 seconds. You know, and so even if you don't have a dog or if you're unsure, you can still join the community, see what other vets are doing, get an idea of what type of breed you want, or just get, you know, find out. You know, and again, it's just helps to support us all as we build the relationship with, you know, humans, best friend.
0: <laughs> I, love it. I absolutely love it. You've been listening to BJ Gannum from Sierra Delta, and I'm your host, master Sergeant Anna Maria Blevin, retired from the army, talking with this wonderful Marine veteran with a story that almost made me tear up, but also gave me a lot of hope as well. We'll be right back with more from BJ Gannum after this message.